Hello baseball fans, welcome back to another glorious afternoon and a wonderful episode of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host Michael Schultz along with my good buddy, brother and co-host here in the booth, Ben Schultz. Here from there from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Uh, looking forward to the game today, Ben. How are you on this awesome Sunday afternoon as we are getting ready for the final game of the regular season between the Hornets and the Fishes? But first off, how are you, my man? And uh, what are your what are you looking forward to from today's game here? Doing well. It's a mite chillier than your neck o' the woods, but uh, nonetheless, doing pretty fantastic. And yeah, I'm pretty hyped. This is the final game of the regular season for us, and uh, we have definitely clinched a playoff berth with our performance here. Game number 14 against the Fishes. Uh, right off the bat, I'm looking forward to. Uh, the pitching matchup actually looks pretty nifty. Um, we got our Sally Dobbs on the mound, the good old trusty old Sally Dobbs. And then uh, she's up against Derek McCaddery, who is 3-0 with a .72 ERA, Mike. What are your thoughts on that as we lead into this game? Yes, so um, as Ben just alluded to there, we have quite the pitching matchup for you all. Derek McCaddery, the ace of the staff for the Fishes. Um, 3-0 undefeated, ERA under 1, and he is riding high. As the Fishes are tied for the uh, lead in the American League East, and if they don't win the game today and try to force at least, a, if not a tie, then it might go to a tiebreaker for whoever has the more wins during the quote-unquote season series kind of a thing. But um, save for that, they might even have a wild card spot. So there's a ton riding on this game for them, and they have to have a good outing for McCattery, but he's looking sharp, so we'll see how that goes from them. Their offense needs to produce, and the defense needs to be sharp as well. So the Fishers have a lot riding on this game. The Hornets as well, with a decent bit riding on the game too, they're looking to... Uh, keep the number one spot, the number one seed overall, and see how they finish out here uh, for the regular season. Looking like they might keep the number one overall seed anyway, but they want to have a strong finish to their year, trying to finish it at 13-1. and Sally Dobbs is going to go on the hill today. She was feeling fantastic when she got to the ballpark this afternoon, so look for a good outing from her. Johnson is the backup there over at first base. And then if need be, Ronnie Dobbs can do a little bit of light pitching if, if it comes to that. But um, between those two, Johnson and Dobbs should be able to be taken care of in regular fashion. A lot of shakeups to the uh, positions here today for the Hornets. Uh, a couple players not feeling their best. Chipper Jones is having an off day, so he's going to play second today. Wheeler will cover third base. Um, Lofton switches all the way over to left field. Ronnie goes to center. Canseco's in right. Um, but we'll get into the rest of the lineups here in a bit. Any thoughts on things, Ben, before we jump into the lineups here and get this game started? Nope. No other thoughts. Um, ready to rock and roll and get into them lineups. All right. I will do the road uh, super-duper fishes here, and you can do the home hornets, and we will be off and running. So without further ado, for the visiting Super Duper Fishes here at Steel Stadium, batting first and playing center field is Chucky Flinder. Batting second and doing the pitching today is Derek McCattery. In the third slot at shortstop is Timmy Unger. Batting fourth and behind the plate this afternoon will be Alexis Weiss. Batting fifth and over and left is Annie Frazier. In the sixth spot and over at first base is Isaac Drummond. Batting seventh and over there and right will be Diana Hayes. Batting 8th then over at the hot corner at 3rd this afternoon is Caitlin Kane. And rounding it out, batting ninth and playing 2nd base is Brad Bender. Now over to you, Ben, for the home Hornets lineup. 
All right, so for the home, boys and girls, Red Hornets in Steel Stadium here. Batting first on shortstop is Reese Worthington. Batting second, manning third base today is Pete Wheeler. Batting third, defending second base is Chipper Jones. Batting fourth and playing right field is Jose Canseco. Batting fifth, the blur Kenny Lofton playing left field. Batting sixth on first base is Randy Johnson. Batting seventh in the catching spot, as most always, Tony Del Vecchio. Batting eighth on the pitcher's mound, also as always, Sally Dobbs. And rounding out the order, batting ninth, center field today, Ronnie Dobbs. Those are your lineups. Mike, take it away. Alrighty, so without further ado here, we are going to get started here live from Steel Stadium afternoon baseball here on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, things looking good and wonderful for that. So here we go. Let's get it started here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The final game of the regular season, game number 14, Hornets at home against the Fishes. A lot riding on the game. And here we go. Jumping into it now. Let's go ahead and play some baseball. Last game of the regular season. And after this, we will have the aforementioned postseason preview. But first, we have business to attend to. Sally Dobbs against Chucky Flinder. First pitch of the afternoon. Dobbs winds and fires. A changeup, swing and a miss, and we're underway. Boy, oh boy, am I excited for this game, Ben. I cannot tell you how fun of a time this could be because there's so much riding on this game, and especially on the Fish's side. So we could be in for a treat here. And a pitcher's duel if we get that as well. So we'll see what happens. Seems like a recipe for the perfect storm. Flinder is caught swinging and chopped foul for Steerag. Two, one, and two, the count. Center fielder versus pitcher here, and Dobbs, with no hesitation, winds, fires, and Steerag three. Sit down, young man. Maybe better look next time, and ushers in Derek McCattery. These two pitchers going against each other for the first time. Derek gets to see how uh, Dobbs works this inning, and then the uh, tables will turn next time. Steerike one down the inside corner. Dobbs working a bit quickly here. And a swing and a miss on a pitch inside, so McCattery tried to do something with nothing and comes up empty. Quickly, no balls, two strikes. One out on the strikeout, the pitch. Swung on, this is tagged toward Chipper Jones, just under his outstretched glove and past the diving Jose Canseco as well. He feels it and flips in over to second base. And the ball kind of gets in toward the infield, but Wheeler will corral it there. So a sharp single. And that is a base hit there. So a bit of a bit of an off day there for Chipper Jones, as we mentioned before in the broadcast. He is playing second base today. As opposed to his usual third base position. Popped up to the pitcher. Caught. Throw to first and back safely. So two away here, runner aboard still. And here is Alexis Weiss. Fish is not known for a whole lot of power, but they have a lot of pitching, and they can play small ball. Weiss chops this one weakly toward the pitcher there. Fields it, flips over to first. There's three outs recorded, and we go to the bottom of the first. Hornets now to bat. One hit, no runs, no errors, no nothing doing for the Fishes. Worthington leads it off. As we are... Batting in the bottom of the second, bottom of the first, excuse me. Need a little bit more sleep before we got to the ballpark today, but that's quite all right. We'll make it happen. One ball, no strikes to Worthington. 
Swung on and fouled. Strike one. So Ben, just a touch base once again, as we always do in the beginning here. What is our broken window count thus far for the year? Gotcha. So far, so far we got up to 33 broken windows and 33 calls to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado uh, for all your in-home and broadcast booth window replacement needs. Looking to score some big last figures here, uh, figuratively speaking here, pun intended, uh, for game number 14. Last time we were only down, or we only got one in, um, has since been patched. <laughs> so we'll see what else, uh, what kind of solid objects we can throw through windows today here as this inside fastball is called for ball two, two and two the count for Worthington. So just uh, to your point there, Ben, that last foul ball was indeed a broken window, so it's another one on the board already. And a swing and a miss there by Worthington, but we get a broken window, so add that to the pile, and we're up to 35 now? 34, I think. 34, excuse yep. me. Yep, yep. Wonderful. So another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado as McCattery records the first strikeout for him of the day. Pete Wheeler strolls to the plate and promptly fouls one off off the hands. 638 average and a bit of a utility player. Primarily plays left field, but he's playing third base today with Jones feeling a little bit under the weather there. Not a problem, because he's played third base regularly uh, in other seasons for other teams, too, so not a problem for him, as this one is fisted away foul for strike number two. One ball, two strikes, nobody on, one away. McCattery winds and fires. Fastball driven right back up the middle and into center field. Center fielder charged it and uh, kind of ate him up there on the hop, so a base hit, clean hit there for, Worthy or for Wheeler, excuse me. Runner aboard, and uh, would he dare test the catcher's arm here, Ben? Ugh, not sure. I mean, he's he's definitely not backed down, especially after game number uh, 13. So he'll, oh, attempts to steal and definitely gets away with it. He is going for two. The throw is overthrown at third. Wheeler finds himself with two stolen bases going for three. He's going to be beating out the throw if he gets anywhere, and he has scored. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Three stolen bases in a row, including home, and that will put Wheeler and the Hornets on the or the, the Hornets on the board, bottom of the first yes, inning. I've never seen this from this guy before. Wow, so that was a lot of bold play there. Wheeler just took off running. He got to second. Catcher tried to throw to third as just as a precaution in case he tried to go too far, and uh, threw it past the third baseman into up the line into left field. And Wheeler turns corner and uh, hustles all the way home. So two stolen bases or two stolen bases and 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 an error there for the uh, against the catcher there. But um, all told, it's a one nothing lead, and the Hornets have the um, first blood drawn here as this ball is a whistled foul up against the pine trees by Canseco. Two outs, one ball, one strike. McCattery frustrated at his uh, catcher for that uh, escapade there. As this ball is popped up high into shallow, very shallow right field. Second baseman under it, camps it, and got it. So, through one inning, after some heads-up base running and quick thinking by Wheeler, the Hornets lead 1-0. Top of the second, Annie Frazier. Soft liner back to the pitcher, off of Dobbs, she falls, Worthington recovers, throws to first, and just gets the out, so a good play there. Good recovery by the shortstop, one away. Isaac Drummond's now at the plate, and Dobbs back to work. Swing and a miss, strike one. Feeling a little bit rattled after that uh, liner that kind of caught her there instead of her catching it, but 
Seems to be alright so far. Another ground ball. Back to Dobbs. She fields it, fires the first. She's just fine. Two, up, two down. Diana Hayes now at the plate. Nobody on two away. As we are moving quickly here through the top half of the second. A lot of ground balls so far, Ben. Dobbs keeping the ball low. That's good. It's a testament to why she has been on the mound every single game thus far. 13 now into 14. She gets Hayes swinging at strike two. We'll see how she matches up against the Derek McCattery machine here, whose ERA is less than one. You heard me right. Swing and a miss from Hayes. That'll get her down to the dugout. We are through. One and a half innings so far. Bottom of the second now, ushering in the blur TM, Kenny Lofton. Manning left field today with not too shabby of an average. 533. Tipped and foul. Strike one. Cheeky play there. First time he's been up to bat this game. After an amazing performance by Pete Wheeler, he's looking to up the ante with those stolen bases. Wax this one. This will just get past shortstop into shallow mid-right field, and Lofton will beat the throw to first. Stand-up wow. single. Good job, man. Good job. Absolutely. Nobody out. So what he did there, Ben, is he drew the infield in and off of their normal formation and then just slapped that ball into right field. So he did the... He did the the, the bunt attempt got him thinking, oh, geez, he's going to try to go for a bunt single. They pinched the infield in and out of normal formation. He made him pay, knocking it through a gap in the right field, and that's how you do it, folks. Mind games, tell ya. Mental chess. Yes. Gamesmanship. Take notes. Be a quiz. Everybody at home, take notes. It'll be a quiz uh, after the game. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Open book, by the way. Another foul ball. There's been a quite, quite a handful of those this game, Mike. But only one yes, broken indeed, window. Is that fairly a, disappointed. It is another broken window. Oh, never mind. I'm less than fairly disappointed. <laughs> Up to 35 now for the season to this game. And another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Thank you, as always. Full count now here to Johnson with Lofton on first and nobody out. Bottom second, 1-0 Hornets lead early. McCattery throws another. Swung on and chopped foul again. We'll do it again. Johnson hanging tough in this pitcher's duel. He got the better end of it the first time. Well, not, not pitcher. well he's not the pitcher today, so I guess technically it's a non-officially pitcher's, pitcher's duel. He chops this one in front of the mound. McCattery over to get it. He fields, throws towards second. Safe there. Randy Johnson safe there. So two on, nobody away. As Tony Delvecchio waltzes to the plate, lollipop in hand. Cool, calm, and collected as always. Flavor changes every game, sometimes twice a game. It's low and outside for ball one. Good eye batter. Mm-hmm. Legend Looks has like it, he has a an entire rainbow assorted collection at home he pulls from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, looking like the flavor of today is, um, chillin' cherry. Nice. Two balls, no strikes here to Del Vecchio. And ball three just inside. So three balls, no strikes. You can take a pitch or two here if he so wishes. Two aboard and nobody out here. And just outside for ball four, so he loads up the bases and nowhere to put him here now with Sally Dobbs at the plate. Base is packed and nobody out. Not a good spot for McCattery to be in the pitch. 
is in there for ball one, and he all of a sudden can't find the strike zone, Ben. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the hairdo or the lollipop, but something about um, Del Vecchio just threw McCattery off his horse, and he can't find the strike zone for the life of him now, it seems, as this one is outside for ball two. I can't remember, Mike, last time Sally Dobbs was at the plate with full bases. It seems to be a rare occurrence, if anything. Indeed, this ball is cracked in toward right field. Liner is going to get down for a hit. One run will score as this one catches the right fielder by surprise, and it skitters all the way over toward the pine trees there. Right fielder has it, wheels in. Another run will score. It is now 3 to nothing on the uh, two-run double there by Sally Dobbs. She helps out her own cause, and uh, it's a three-run ball game. Still nobody out. Runners in scoring position as well. Second and third for Ronnie Dobbs. And McCattery's feeling a little bit uneasy there on the mound. Yeah, this is not the performance I expected from right him, one. especially judging his low, low ERA. Mm-hmm. Good stop swinging those, Steerike one. Runner in scoring position here, second and third. Still nobody out, low for ball one. He may have to Good be called there. in for a relief pitcher pretty soon, Mike, if I were in charge. Potentially, we'll keep an eye on what the manager chooses to do as this one is grounded there toward short. Runners are going to stay put. They throw over to first. Good throw. And there's out number one. So that's the first one you need. Now on to Reese Worthington there. The ball was hit hard enough that uh, none of the runners could advance there. No point in trying to chance it and maybe get doubled off at home. Worthington fouls this one off. Not a broken window this time, but we have two so far in the game. 35 for the season, as we alluded to earlier. Pitch is high and outside for ball one. 36 pitches already for Derek, as he is having a bit of a rough go here in this second inning. The pitch 1-1 one, one is low for ball two. Manager getting a little fidgety there in the dugout. His bullpen phone hand is itching. And now three and one here, the count to Worthington. A base open at first, Dobbs at second, and I believe Randy Johnson at third swung on and fouled for strike two. So the count is full. One away here, two runs have already scored. Hornets now lead three to nothing. Pitch number 40 for Derek McCattery. Is low and outside for ball four, so bases are loaded again here, Ben, and Wheeler, who knows his way putting bat on ball with that single back in the first. Steps up to the plate with the bases loaded. The pitch. Swung on and this is skied. High. And infield fly rule applies. Nobody advances. Runner or batter is already out. So now quickly two away for Chipper Jones. And McCattery got a bit of a gift there. Hoping to try and uh, get out of this inning alive with only minimal damage. Jones swings through strike one. The pitch from McCattery. Swung on and this is lazily doinked back toward the pitcher. As it kind of spirals there, he gets to it. Throws to first, good decision there, and that is out number three. So, a bit of a panic as he did a whirlwind, but he fires to the appropriate base at first. The uh, first baseman obliges, makes the play, and we're done through two innings. We go to the top of the third, it's three nothing Hornets. And Caitlin Kane leads it off against Sally Dobbs. Swing and a miss for strike one. 15 pitches, two strikeouts, no walks for Dobbs. One hit allowed. 
This one is skied into very shallow infield. Worthington over to get it, and he can't quite make the play. Recovers, throws over to first on a hop, and Johnson makes the catch there. So, one away, good pick by the first baseman covering. And then now Brad Bender at the plate. Strike one. Good change up there. Ben Dobbs looks very much in control of this game so far. I agree. Um, pitches alone to innings progressed will uh, give a hint to the contrast between McCattery and Dobbs. As the gulf continues to be widened, Brad Bender is swung on through steerag number three. Two away for Chucky Flinder. We are back at the top of the Super Duper Fishes order. Flinder defending center field, and it is a sit and strike. That control, that cool, calculated mindset. Dobbs is no stranger to pressure and no stranger to getting batters to swing. That's some ridiculous stuff. No matter what the opposition, she is up for the challenge. And outside, just painted the outside corner, a little outside the lines there for ball one. One and two, the count. Flinder has no one to play with here on base. He is alone against the opposition. This one popped up towards shallow left field. Wheeler, Pete Wheeler under to get it, and he dives and catches the ball. Four out, number three. That will end the fishes for the top of the third inning. And now Mike Jose Canseco batting alone. Bottom of the number number three inning. Chops this one high off the plate. McCattery over to get it. Jumps and misplays it a bit, so Canseco will take first base. I've noticed that in the second half of this season, Ben, he's really kind of cooled off offensively. Not as near as many home runs as what he started with to begin the season. But still, he's kind of finding ways to plunk his way on base here and there. So nice to see that he's uh, kind of expanding his offensive horizons and getting on base in other ways aside from the long ball. As Kenny Lofton now at the plate. Swings and fouls that one straight back to the screen up by our booth here and uh, flies over our heads and we wave as it as it passes by. The pitch now too loft and he smacks this one into left field. Frazier going back. Didn't want to charge that ball as this ball is going to go all the way to the pine trees at the uh, far back of left field. Canseco chugging hard into third base. That's a double for Lofton, and he is hitting the ball all over the place today, Ben. It's good clinical hitting. Uh, very good performance from him, especially uh, when the Hornets need it the most. They're up 3-0, though, so it shows a good payoff there. Rennie Johnson dribbles two of the pitcher. Pitcher throws two first base out number one. And Tony Del Vecchio, the uh, monkey wrench, is on the plate. Uh, runner in scoring position here, threatening yet another digit on the scoreboard. Del Vecchio will get down for a hit. Definitely shallow center field. Jose Canseco rounding third base, going for home. He will score 4-0 Hornets, and that will leave the remaining runners on the corners. Uh, Michael the Blur himself is on third with Sally Dobbs at the plate. And we have a pitching change here. Derek McCattery relieved 49 pitches, one strikeout, two walks, four runs. Alexis Weiss takes over. McCattery got through two and a third. And he is on the hook for the loss at the moment if it stays the way it does here. 
But let's see if Alexis Weiss can stem the tide against a hot hitting and hot pitching Sally Dobbs. Got a two run double her last time up to right field. Made it a 3 nothing game at that point. Swing and a miss strike one, or strike two, excuse me. One ball, two strikes. One out, runners at the corners. 4 nothing Hornets as they've tacked on another here in the bottom of the third. That one is looped. Foul on another broken window, third of the day. And 36 now for the season, Ben. And it's another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. You're getting your money's worth today, folks. Call them for all your in-home broadcast booth and window... In-home window and broadcast booth replacement needs. Unless you have a broadcast booth in your home, in which case that applies too. Two balls, two strikes to Dobbs. This one has fought off. Shallow infield. First baseman coming over to get it. Makes the catch. Tried to double off Del Vecchio at first, but couldn't do it. So a great heads-up play by the first baseman there. And now it is down to Ronnie Dobbs with two away and runners still at the corners. Kenny Lofton did not have a chance to work his magic. Swung on a ripped foul back to the screen. Strike one. The Weiss. Dobbs over one today. Oh, sorry. Um, I was just going to say Weiss immune to the Del Vecchio effect here as it quickly shuts down Dobbs afterwards. One ball, one strike now to Ronnie. The pitch is beautifully placed there for strike two. Now ahead in the count, one ball, two strikes. 4-0 Hornets lead, bottom third, final game of the regular season here, game number 14, here at Steel Stadium, ball too low, Weiss now 10 pitches and counting, in relief starting in this inning for the beginning pitcher, Derek McCattery, had a bit of a rough go, not his best outing by far, normally a stud count full, outs full the pitch. Swung and fouled again. Good piece of fighting it off there from Ronnie. The 3-2 pitch once again. And high for ball four. So Ronnie Dobbs takes a walk. Reese Worthington, who's walked today already himself, in addition to his strikeout. Now at the plate with the bases full. The pitch from Weiss. Swung on and fouled. Hanging tough here. Bases loaded. No more damage needs to happen against the Fishes here if they want to give themselves a chance here in the second half of this ballgame. The pitch to Worthington is fouled off again. 0-2. Can Weiss put the hammer down and get out of this inning alive? The pitch. It's just barely outside for ball one. That was a close call, Ben. Could have gone either way. Yeah, definitely could have. Uh, definite need for a replay, but uh, that's not a, not a thing in baseball at the moment here. Inside corner, ball two, two and two the count. Two outs, three on, and the Fishes are trailing 4-0 against the Hornets here, the bottom of the third inning. And this will get Worthington swinging up and foul again. Mike, I'm having flashbacks to Little League Baseball in Campbell Hill. Mm-hmm. Yep, I was just thinking about that myself. Lots of foul balls. Try to be a tough out. Try not to swing and miss for the third strike. Got to be nitty gritty. And speaking of nitty gritty, we Worthington uh, rolls this one toward the pitcher, fields it, 
Throws to second from where Dobbs is going and fielded for out number three. So, one run scores. Hornets now up 4-0. We go to the top of the fourth. And Derek McCattery now behind the plate at catcher. He's the only one to get a hit so far today for his team. Swing and a miss there as he singled to right field his last time up. We'll take a short break to for a station identification here. Uh, thank you to Red Circle again for having us on the network here. This one is a diving catch by Sally Dobbs, and she'll take her sweet time throwing a first out number one here. Find us wherever you can find podcasts. So we're on Apple, we're on iTunes, we are on uh, Facebook even. Um, uh, where else we are? Stitcher, Last, or Last FM, we're on... Um, any and all kinds of things Pandora believe it or not um, so definitely check us out there give us a rating it definitely helps us reach more people and if you have some feedback for us too uh, don't hesitate to reach out um, throwbacksportsproductions at gmail.com is the place to go for some feedback and Timmy Unger will chop this one towards the pitcher Silly Dobbs grabs it winds fires a first and out number two Mike Alexis Weiss now up. Silly Dobbs versus Weiss. Pitcher versus sub pitcher. As we get underway for the top of the fourth inning. Yes, indeed. Yes. Again, find us there on redcircle.com slash throwback sports productions. That is the website there and links to all of your favorite podcasting sites. You can find us there as well. This one is bunted, popped up, and snagged out of the air by Delvecchio, the catcher. That. Excuse me, that will end the top half of the fourth. We go to the bottom half there. Pete Wheeler leads it off. Fishes trail our Hornets 4-0. And Alexis Weiss back to work. 20 pitches, no strikeouts, one walk. No runs allowed, though, in relief. Got out of that basis loaded jam there to end the third inning. And this ball's absolutely cracked toward left field on a hop. And it will get past Frazier going all the way to the trees there again. Wheeler on his horse, rounding first, going to second. And he will sit there pretty with a double. So his second hit of the day, he's two for three. Infield is having a bit of a struggle getting that ball back to the pitcher, but they got there in the end. So now Chipper Jones batting righty here. 0 for 2 today, unfortunately. Again, was not feeling his best when he came to the ballpark today, but uh, trying to hang in there and do his part at second. Hopefully he gets uh, some good rest and recovers, and he'll be in ship shape for when we get to the postseason here. Swung on and fouled for strike number one. Wheeler a leadoff double. A recap, uh, one run for the uh, Hornets in the first, two in the second, one in the third. They lead 4-0. No baseballs have left the park today. Two balls, one strike now to Jones, the pitch from Weiss. Swung on, and this is dribbled in front of the mound. Wheeler will stay put at at second. Throw over to first on a hop. There's one away. So Jones out on the ground out. And Jose Canseco with Amanda play with on second is at the plate. Takes ball, one inside, and you can see that uh, look of steely determination and a smirk on his face as he would love a chance to belt one out of here. Just low for ball two. Ben, he seems to be even more locked in and dangerous when there's runners aboard. Definitely so. Definitely so. I mean, he's, he's designed lineup-wise, right, to come mm -hmm. in and advance the runner 
with the, I guess, side effect of the main feature. He has a huge bat and is not afraid to sw swing and wield it inside for ball three now. But yeah, Canseco definitely armed and dangerous, poignant with his bat, especially when runners aboard. Swan unlifted foul for strike two. Three balls, two strikes. One out runner on second. That's Wheeler. Weiss trying to get through Canseco here unscathed. The pitch. Oh, ho, ho, what a great piece of hitting that was to foul that. Oh, that was a beautiful pitch, and he just spoiled it completely. We'll do it again. 3-2 from Weiss once more. He has fouled off. Man, Canseco hanging tough here. If you ever wanted the duel, you've got one. Three balls, two strikes once more. The pitch from Weiss. And she blinks first as she gives him the free pass, and Jose just uh, gives a bit of a, a what's up as he, as he jogs to first base. <laughs> Putting the fear... In pitchers since game number one. So now Kanzeko at first, Wheeler at second, Kenny Lofton the blur looking to go the trifecta three for three. This one is hit toward left of center field. That is well done there. And just past the diving center fielder. Otherwise that ball would get to the wall. Wheeler rounding third and heading over to home. Kenny Lofton three for three and another RBI for him. How about it? Had a heck of a day so far today, Ben. Three base or, th or two singles, a double. Dripping in a run or two here, and uh, five nothing now. The Hornets lead. As Randy Johnson at the plate, he's one for two with a hit himself. Looking to try and uh, scratch out on another run for his team. As this one is clocked to left field, Frazier going over to get it. Long way to run, over, and cannot make the catch. Deflects off of her glove. She comes up firing to third, but uh, misplayed it there. Bases are loaded once again. And Tony Delvecchio gets the honor with bases full. One for one with a single. Looking to really bust this can of worms open here, Ben. Strike one called. Absolutely. Uh, Wheeler definitely showing his stuff here and uh, leading on the charge. 5-0 now. Hornets versus Fishes. They are shutting the Fishes down. Um, definitely home field advantage hashtag <laughs> for this game mm -hmm. here. Tony D looks at ball 2. 2-1 two and one the count. Bases are juiced! We're ready, ready for another can of worms to be cracked open. As Weiss winds and fires for her 42nd pitch. Paints the outside corner. Bob Ross will be proud. Steerike 2. Devecchio has uh, another pitch he can just watch go. May take this opportunity now as he fills up the count. 3 and 2. Good eye there. And a good suggestion there. Another pitching change. Weiss done. 43 pitches, no walks, two, or no strikeouts, two walks. Diana Hayes now. In relief, the pitch here to Delvecchio. This one is ripped toward right field. That'll get past the first baseman and over to the right fielder. She fields it. Uh, Canseco scores from third. Another run is in. Everybody else staying put. Lofton will wait his turn here. Now 6-0 here as the bases are loaded again for Sally Dobbs, who was in a bases-loaded situation before and hit a two-run double. 
Looking to capitalize again here. The pitch is swung on and dribbled toward the pitcher on a hop. She fields, throws home, and just gets Lofton out there. Uh, runs, our runners are safe everywhere else, so a great heads-up play by the pitcher. Firing that ball into the catcher and just getting Lofton out by a hair's breadth. Keeping run number seven off the board, so now two away. Base is still loaded for Ronnie Dobbs. Pitch is high for ball one. So a force out there at home, fielder's choice. No double play, thankfully, but nothing else happening there. This one is grounded right back to the pitcher as well. She throws over to first, out number three. Damage done, though. One run in the first, two in the second, one in the third, two in the fourth. Six-nothing Hornets lead. Top of the fifth, Sally Dobbs back to work against Andy Frazier. And if you're the Hornets, Ben, you are starting to feel pretty darn good about this game. With a six-run lead and Dobbs being dominant as she is, no double plays against you. The Fish has got to be thinking, okay, we got we to gotta regroup here big time because if they want to get back in this game, it has to start right now. Yeah, no time like the present, as the adage says. Swing and a miss. Isaac Drummond. Actually, maybe a foul ball. I couldn't really catch it. One on one, the no, count he here. Swung through it. You're good. And a Dobbs back to work here. Up and another foul ball. Steer egg number two. Now would be a great time to move if you were the fishes. Dobbs merciless, pummeling that inside corner, and it will get him swinging. This one directly to Chipper Jones, a shortstop. Fires a first, and Johnson has the out number two under his belt. Diana Hayes now, the relief pitcher to the relief pitcher here for the Super Duper Fishes at the plate for and the inside for strike one. Alrighty, no balls, one strike here from Dobbs. Hayes 0 for 1 like you said there, Ben. Steve, you right too. No balls, two strikes, Dobbs quickly ahead and looking to finish off this inning in style and does so with a fastball strikeout number 4. 39 pitches, 4 Ks, no walks, no runs, one hit, or one hit allowed. And we go to the bottom of the fifth. Worthington leading the charge for adding more insurance runs. We'll see what happens. Swaying and a miss strike one. Diana Hayes, only four pitches to get through that inning of work. Or finish that inning of work, I should say. Worthington looking to get on base for the first time today. Fouls it off for strike two. One strikeout. Well, Freddie is first hit of the day, I should say. He has been on base. He did walk before. So he has that to his credit. Oh, and just fell off again. So no balls, two strikes. Fishes trail 6-0 to the Hornets here, bottom five. And Worthington trying to do something here as he shoots this one. Splits the defenders and into right field it goes. And there's his first hit of the day. That a boy, Reese. A well-placed single to right field. And now one on, nobody out for Pete Wheeler. Looking to continue his fine day on the plate. Swung on and pops this one high in the air to shallow center field. Two defenders going for it. They're having a... Oh gosh, they were having a bit of an issue trying to uh, coordinate who catches the ball. Edwards and Williams collide and the catch is blown. It is a ground rule double as that one bounces its way over the fence in center field. 
So two aboard here, nobody out for Chipper Jones. Trying to get his first hit of the game as this has popped up toward the catcher. Fields it on a hop. Throws toward first, Jones chugging his way up, but nothing doing, so he will not get a hit, unfortunately. Runners stay put. No need for the double play there. And now two aboard for Conseco, who's looking to get some runs on the board. And this is hit towering high to dead center field. Back goes the center fielder to the track, to the wall, and there! Oh, it's off the top of the wall. It is off the top of the wall, and he fires it in toward home. The second baseman flubs the throw, tries again, two-run score, as that ball was a foot bend away from going over and getting out of here. If it hit the corner spot where that post is, the left-hand post of that fence gate there, it might have gone over, but it just clips the top of the middle of the gate and stays in play. So Conseco with a very long, loud single, almost a three-run home run. He got as close as he could get without actually getting there, and this ball is skittered toward shortstop as the shortstop dives and tries to make the play. Throws back to second, baseman covering, can't make the play. So another run, or runner aboard, another hit for Lofton. One out, two on for Randy Johnson looking for his third, yes I said it, third hit of the day. 8 nothing Hornets now as they have a two zeros on top of each other versus the one zero standing alone for the Fishes. 8-zip lead. Hornets in absolute control here. One out in the bottom of the fifth. Yeah, this game has been fast slipping away from the Fishes. As Johnson swings and fouls this one off. Two balls, one strike, one out. Two aboard here for Randy Johnson as Diana Hayes continues to plod her way through her relief appearance. Hive for ball three. Definitely desperate to slow down the bleeding at the very least. I think that's actually the most they could do this late in the game. This one's whacked away for ball three. Full count for Randy Johnson here. Yeah, Fishes definitely did not have nearly a good start here, if you could call it that. This one will be wide right for foul ball. And a Johnson now is still there. Definitely got the runners itching to go. This one is swung on and popped up shallow center that will get down. And center fielder flubs the third to third. We'll find everyone safe here on the Hornets roster. And Tony Del Vecchio, normally defending the catcher's position here, and does so for, with impunity. He will smack this one. Speaking of impunity, shallow right of center. That will get off the barn. Jose Canseco rounding third. He will score 9-0 Hornets. And the rest of the runners are just going to stay put here, Mike, as we slowly and inexplicably, or inevitably rather, um, spiral in towards the close of the fifth inning as Dobbs is now again at the plate. Swung and foul for strike one. Bases loaded for the third time for her. It seems like third time in succession, I believe. Or third in the last four at-bats. Well, this ball is ripped down the line to left field. That is going to be trouble. Frazier giving chase. That will score at least one run, maybe two. 
all the way to the corner and a ground rule double for Dobbs. Another double for her. It's two more RBIs come to the plate, doing it all on the mound and with the bat. 11-0 Hornets. We've hit double digits. Her brother Ronnie now at the plate fouls that one off. We'll see if they'll stick with Hayes here at the mound. No, they will go to Isaac Drummond. Fourth pitcher of the day for the Fishes, and they have been absolutely rocked. With timely hitting from the opposition, this one is dribbled toward the pitcher. Drummond fields, Whirls throws to first, and the first baseman does not make the play, so Ronnie Dobbs is safe at first. The bases are loaded again here, Ben, and the wheels are falling off for the Fishes. My goodness. Reese Worthington huffs and puffs his way to the plate here. Bases, as you said, Mike, are juiced. 11-0 Hornets, and I think it's safe to say uh, we could call in the mercy rule, but uh, probably not as this, speaking of calling in rules, infield fly is called. Worthington is out, Pete Wheeler is in, and he will switch over to the left-handed batter's box, and we'll watch ball one trickle into the glove of the catcher. He's biding his time, gauging the distance, gauging the weather. Definitely no trace of emotional or physical sweat on this man's brow. Ball two inside. German winds, fires. And Wheeler will look at ball three now, high. Now, Drummond has to be careful. He is pitching himself into a corner. The next one has to be a strike. Otherwise, we're going to have some runners advance here. And again, we'll walk Pete Wheeler, actually. And we'll usher in another run for the Hornets, 12-0. Chipper Jones also at the plate now. Two away. Bases are still loaded, Mike, as he looks at ball number one. Indeed, nowhere to put him there, nowhere to put him here. Wheeler draws the bases loaded walk. It's an RBI. Run walked in, technically. As this ball is slapped toward left of center field, they played him deep, and it's going to burn him. Chipper Jones... Oh, the throw comes in hard toward first base, but Chipper Jones gets an RBI in his first hit of the day. Congratulations, buddy. Base is loaded on the long single, but he gets out of the slump. He goes to one for five on the day. No shutout at the plate for him. And guess who's up with the bases loaded? Oh, dear me. Jose Canseco would love to send everybody home with a towering blast. And, uh give a sizable shot in the arm to his uh, already impressive RBI total for the year. He'd love to cap it off here as Drummond is sweating all kinds of bullets there on the mound. Perspiration aplenty here for the pitcher. One ball, one strike, the pitch to Conseco. And there it goes, baby! Deep fly ball to right of center field, and that is a grand salamalama ding-dong! Grand slam home run for Jose Canseco. Four RBIs for him. He finally busts out of the home run drought and launches that sucker to right of center field with some opposite field power. 282 up against the house across the driveway there and across the alley. And this game is officially blown to bits. 17 to nothing Hornets. Crooked numbers aplenty. And here is Kenny Lofton now at the plate. Canseco's been waiting for games and games for something like that to happen. He finally got his pitch, and he did not disappoint Ben. 
Definitely not. Uh, the crowd was on their feet shouting, Jose Canseco, can he do it? Yes, he can, ladies and gentlemen, as this one was definitely had the uh, long-distance postage stamp on it from the beginning. Lofton now with the bases cleared. Uh, looks at ball three low. And the fishes just need one out as we go to the relief, to the relief, to the relief, to the relief pitcher, Caitlin Kane. <laughs> now up since Drummond could not perform. And this will find its way into the strike zone. Gets him swinging. Short dribbler in front of the pitcher. Lofton races the bag and will be safe at first. The blur TM coming in clutch here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Definitely does not disappoint with his speed and accuracy. Randy Johnson, no. Defender of the first base will clout this one. Shallow center right. The blur going, will find his way safe at second. Johnson finds himself at first. And uh, the Hornets, they're just bragging at this point. <laughs> There's yeah. no point in scoring anymore. Everywhere. But uh, they're just trotting all over the fishes, kind of beating them eight ways to Sunday. Del Vecchio finally <laughs> swings through strike one. And Kane breathes a sigh of relief as she finds the strike zone once more. This one will be... Outside for ball one. Changing it up just a little bit. So I guess the runners on board, Mike, are good news for the Fishes. Uh, a couple more chances and a couple more angles to get somebody out here if Kane does not perform well at the plate. She's got him in her sights, though. We'll see what she can do here as this one is fired inside. Gets him swinging. Chopped in front of the catcher, Tony Delvecchio. Huffing and puffing to first, Fielder's Choice throws to first, and there is finally, mercifully, out number three, as Caitlin Kane will find no rest here as she is at the plate now against the steady Sally Dobbs. Uh, Mike McCattery was at hit 40 pitch point uh, five innings ago. Yep. <laughs> And now Sally Dobbs just got there. It speaks volumes. Yes, indeed. As McCattery has long since been pulled from this game at the pitching position, Sally Dobbs, 40, no, uh, 39 pitches, four strikeouts, no walks, through five innings of work, one hit allowed, and no runs. 17-0 lead. As the Fishes, all they can do seems to be is just uh, watch and hope as they are a world away from getting back into this ball game. Grounded sharply to Wheeler, fields it on a hop, fires the first great pick there by Johnson at the bag, and one away. Dobbs two outs away from a complete game effort, and she would love a shutout. She's been denied a few times this season in close games, but looking to put one up here. Brad Bender at the plate, 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Swing and a miss, strike 2. Dobbs would love to finish him off in style. Nobody on, one away, the pitch. Swung on a missed strike three. He couldn't even catch up to that fastball, though he tried. Strikeout number five for Dobbs, and Chucky Flinder at the plate. Last chance for the Fishers to do something here and try to... <clears throat> try to s s swim upstream without a paddle. Or up upstream, what am I saying? <laughs> up a creek without a paddle but anyway 
Long story short, out number three recorded the ground out to seal it. A complete game shutout, one-hit gem spun by Sally Dobbs. She is the co-player of the game, along with Jose Canseco, who has I don't know how many RBIs from that one. Holy cats. But the fishes are blanked and bludgeoned by the Hornets. 17-0 your final. 13-1 is the final record for our boys and girls on the Hornets' side. And we are going into the postseason rocking and rolling. Ben, what are your thoughts on what we just saw here today? I mean, stats-wise, I was expecting a, a better, closer game, but uh, the Hornets just slapped the fishes silly, to be honest with you. They walked all over their guest team, and uh, who wouldn't this deep in the season, believe it or not? Um, Hornets come away with this 17-0 over the fishes and did not allow, allow them to breathe at all. So amazing stuff here, but uh, were we expecting anything less? I think not. And that's uh, about my closing thoughts for the game, Mike. Let's get into the Around the League and see how else our uh, Around the League players and teams have fared. All right, so just a heads up for us here. We broke the following records this season. In this order, hits, runs batted in, runs scored, batting average, steals, and strikeouts pitched. Your leaders from our boys and girls at the Hornets in those categories respectively. So going around the league here, Ben, as you just said, the game we just saw, the game that just was, 17-0 drubbing of our Hornets against the Super Duper Fishes. Now Sally Dobbs takes the win, a one-hit complete game shutout, give up a hit in the first inning, and that was it, never looked back. 17-0 your final, she finishes the year 7-0. The Hornets finish 13-1. And uh, the Fishes fall to 8-6 and six and wrap up their season. We'll see if they got their division crown or if they had to be uh, stuck down in the wildcard spot. It says Isaac Drummond took the loss, but that's incorrect. Um, Derek McCattery technically took the loss as he gave up the runs and his team didn't score. So he actually takes the loss there and a bit of a, uh, mis a, a mistype there, typo from the... Um, stat person there, but uh, anyway, that being rectified, we continue on. Kansas City Royals over the Texas Rangers 6-2 in KC. Royals finish out the year in even 7-7. Seven seven. Henri Deschens gets the win. The Rangers mercifully end their year. They got absolutely horsewhipped the uh, good chunk of the season. They only have two wins to their name. They finish at 2-12. Nancy Chin takes the loss. Arizona Diamondbacks with a crucial win over the Philadelphia Phillies on the road. They win 4-1. Jose Meisenheimer and the D-backs take the win. They finish at 9-5. Ezra Travolta and the Phillies take the loss. They fall to 7-7. Seven seven. Expos get shut out there by the Colorado Rockies. 4-0. Rockies uh, climb to 5-9. Finish out their year. Chad Koppel takes the win. Francis Bluer for the Expos takes the loss. They finish at 8-6. Second line on the score sheets here. Cleveland Indians beat up the Tampa Bay Devil Rays as they have slid a hard and heavy the second half of the year. Um, Indians get the win 10-1. Stephanie Morgan picks up the victory there. The Indians finish at 8-6. Devil Rays' Angela Del Vecchio, Tony's sister, takes the loss. They finish at 500-7-7. Over there to the Minnesota Twins and the Seattle Mariners. The Mariners had such high hopes for potentially making it to the postseason, but they fall short with a heartbreaking loss here as well to the Twins as they had a lead going into the bottom of the sixth and gave up six runs as the Twins walk it off and win 10-7 to 
as they may indeed have a spot in the postseason. We'll see here shortly. Yvonne Carter takes the win. Twins go at 6-8. and eight. Mariners Anna Goudreau takes the loss. They finish at 5-9. and nine. Florida Marlins over the Houston Astros, 8-6 to six is your final there. Bobby Bulgrian takes the win for the M's, or the M's is the, Mar- is the Mariners, for the uh, Marlins there. They finish at 7-7. Seven and seven. Jack Joseph takes the loss for the Astros. They finish at 7-7. Seven and seven. Pittsburgh Pirates and San Francisco Giants. The Giants all over them, 11-2. Kristen Sullivan takes the win. They go to 9-5 and five and finish the year there. Pirates Esmeralda Hyman takes the loss. They fall to 5-9. and nine. Toronto Blue Jays and Junior Wombats. Wombats win in um, stunning fashion there, putting in a walk-off three-run score spot there in the bottom of the eighth inning, extra inning bonus baseball for you folks there. Wombats get their third win of the year. They finish at 3-11. Ray Tran gets the win. The Blue Jays' Pablo Sanchez takes the loss. They fall to 8-6. Anaheim Angels against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, the Angels win it here, 3-1, a crucial win for them. Ramon Bennett picks up the W. They finish at 8-6. The Orioles' Todd Xavier takes the tough loss. They drop to 5-9 and, and finish the year there. Blue Melonheads over the uh, Cincinnati Reds by the tune of 8-3. Melonheads continue to roll, and they finish the year with 11 wins. 11-3, or 11-3, I should say is their record for the year. Sophia Meyer gets the win. Uh, Reds' Uma Morris takes the loss. They finish at 6-8. And And the last game on the sheet there, Crazy Bombers pull it off and get a 6-3 victory on the road against the White Monsters. Bombers finish at 7-7. K. O'Toole, the winning pitcher there. Tiffany Bosworth and the Monsters take the loss. They finish at 7-7 as well. That is your scores from around the league here, Ben. We will see what happens uh, shortly thereafter, the sports page headline reads thusly, All eyes on the prize, players focus in as playoffs start. And the uh, the uh, page reads uh, as well, All eyes are on the Hornets as they enter the playoffs. A win in the playoffs leads to league championships. And finally, the Backyard World Series, trademarked. It's a long road to travel, but we think we're ready, says their coach Schultz, and they are ready indeed. Top seed in the playoffs here. And Ben, we have a postseason picture to go over. What are your thoughts? How about it? Fantastic stuff. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, although, judging from the performance of last game, are we really surprised? I definitely am not. Um, so we are in the postseason now. Um, and you know what that means? Next time, Mike, you alluded to this earlier in the broadcast, uh, we'll have our special postseason preview edition, in which we go around the league, put the stats against each other, see kind of predict, maybe look into a crystal ball, kind of see who may come out on top, who may not. Uh, there, there may be some uh, bragging rights on the line as well to see who, which one of us is right and which one of us is wrong. And uh, as Wrenchweiler says from the Angels in the Outfield movie, only time will tell. But uh, yeah, happy to be here. Definitely great stuff by our uh, boys and girls in the Hornets. And uh, we're going to begin this postseason swinging left and right and um i guess we'll i'll leave the details for next episode because this one could last forever at this rate Mm -hmm. but um yeah those are my closing thoughts excellent shutout performance from sally dobbs and uh we'll take it away from game number 14 we're ending the uh regular season at 36 broken windows and we'll reset for next game as we'll enter the postseason all right, thank you, Ben. Those are some good uh, wrap-up thoughts there. Uh, just wrapping up on my end here. 
Again, a 17-0 drubbing and a victory for the Hornets to close out the year 13-1 as they are the number one overall seed in the postseason. We will go up against the wildcard winning Toronto Blue Jays. Pablo Sanchez and company come to town. And uh, it's a best of three series in the division. Uh, the League Championship Series, if we get there, uh, is a best of three as well. And then the World Series will be a best of five if we get that far yet, too. But uh, for now, we will focus on uh, our series against the Blue Jays and the other three series there, too. Indians Fishes, Giants Melonheads, and Diamondbacks Monsters. But we'll get into all the details of those, like you said there, Ben, in our next episode, which is like, um, not a filler, but more of a, um, more of a uh, guide to the uh, postseason before we get to the uh, matchups as we uh, and uh, into the series there too. It'll be postseason preview edition. We'll preview the uh, matchups from both sides, uh, f from uh, both um, uh, series there in the American League and the two in the National League as well. See how the teams stack up against each other, the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, the threats. Didn't know this was going to turn into a business a business theme here, but uh, with a SWOT analysis. But anyway, we'll go over the news and notes for each series and for each team, how they stack up against their respective opponents, what we're looking to see from each series, how we think things could go. We'll throw some predictions around, maybe a couple hot takes, a few bold bold thoughts, whatever the case might be. And then after that, the next episode following will be the first game of the divisional playoff series between the Hornets and the Blue Jays, and we will get into that all next time. But for now, uh, from my good buddy, brother, and co-host, Ben Schultz, from everyone here at the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, this is Michael Schultz saying signing off so long, and have a fantastic rest of your Sunday and a remainder of your weekend here. Enjoy the nice weather if you've got some of that coming your way, if it's kind of not-so-nice weather. Um, be careful out there. Stay safe. Don't drive like uh, most people try to drive in Minnesota when there's snow on the ground. Uh, but anyway, not to call names, but anyway, stay safe out there if you need to, and uh, otherwise enjoy the rest of the weekend. We will see you all for the postseason preview next time, and uh, get into all the matchups. Have a good rest of your day. Take care. Goodbye, everybody.